Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is March 23rd, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits with high hopes. Um, it is raining a little bit here today. The weather has been very moody, cloudy, and then it patches out a little bit. But um, looks like we're finally getting a little bit of rain coming through. Um, you know, we need it. <laughs> um... That's a very, I feel like that's a very Midwestern thing. I don't know. That's very, that's very like water cooler talk shit, right? Um, that being said, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm realizing I'm having like this high average of like having like one bummer day a week or something like that. Today kind of felt like that for a couple hours and I was like, ew, gross. But, you know, we're working it out. We're doing good. Um, we made it to the show. <laughs> But uh, I'd say we're doing pretty well. Food Corner, it's been good. Uh, we had a work give out a catered lunch. It was, this was a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. And it was a box lunch of either a turkey sandwich. And then they also had a roast beef sandwich. Then they had two wraps. There was a chicken salad wrap. And then there was uh, a hummus wrap. Now, um, because I have the means, um, I was able to scam an extra one. So I was able to get two of the said ones that I saw. And I got a chicken salad wrap, which I would say was the best out of all of them. I want to try the hummus one, but like, you know, I want to make sure there's meat. I'm a protein kind of guy when it comes to that. I want the meat. Give me the meat. Um, not that you can't get protein without meat. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, vegans. Uh, vegetarians. I know. I'm sorry. Oops. Whoopsie. Um, but it was good. Um, it came with like a macaroni salad, a little fruit. Uh, both came with that. And they each had weird, like a different chip, which I thought was annoying. So it's like some would have this kind of chip, some would have that kind of chip. Um, I cannot for the life. I had no one had pretzels. The, the the chicken wrap had pretzels, and I was like, okay, cool, awesome. I like pretzels. The turkey sandwich had Lay's potato chips. I was like, whatever. They're just throwing chips in a box, maybe. I don't even know. But um, overall, it was good. I enjoyed it, and I'm glad that I was able to get another wing. <laughs> I always try to get. I always try to get them. I always try to juice it, man. Because at the end of the day, a lot of a lot of times, a lot of jobs, they're just paying you in treats, and I'm very well aware of this. Okay. So if, if part of my, my little package is treats, I'm going to try to maximize my treats. Um, so yeah. <laughs> oh wait, there's more food. There's more. I'm sorry. I got, I got, I've got more menus, uh, more food corner, what the people really want. Uh, let's see. I woke up today and chose violence, AKA McDonald's. And I got a bacon, egg and che- bacon, egg and cheese biscuit. Man, I almost jam it myself. I always have to, like, tell them what I want. It's, like, a special code, and if I crack it, I get that. And I don't get a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, which makes my stomach hurt even worse. Uh, Then I also got a sausage McMuffin, and then I also got an order of hotcakes and um, hash brown and a large Coke. That's right. I eat. I be eating, and this is only part one. I, I just began. Then I ate all that. It was yummy. Yum, yum, yum. They didn't mess it up. 
And then I got later at work, I ordered some Taco Bell because I was really wanting a crunch wrap. Every time someone shows a tutorial on like a Facebook reel or a TikTok or whatever, I always get that hankering for one. So I'm like, oh, you got me. Um, so I ordered that and I wanted to try their little, it was actually bigger than I expected it to be, but a, it was like a, supposed to be a jalapeno cheese stuffed burrito of some kind. I'm sure I'm getting that wrong, but the way it was, it was a whole ass burrito and it was covered in cheese and supposed to have jalapenos on top and the jalapenos on top really was selling me. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of like, you know, American fake, you know, Mexican cuisine that I'm looking for, okay? All right? Encrusted jalapenos. And cheese-encrusted jalapenos, you know? That speaks to my soul. Um, needless to say, when I opened it up, it's huge. So I was like, whoa, wow, it's big. It's so big. And, um, but I was disappointed that there was no jalapenos on it. And I was like, maybe they were inside. I'm not going to lie. I really didn't notice too much. It did have, like, a chipotle sauce that's pretty good or whatever. Chipotle sauce. Um... But yeah, overall, that was fine. Country out was fine. I'm full and my stomach is rebelling. Um, that's where the true violence is. But yeah, um, that's it. That's all I got for myself. Um, obviously, I know I I, I, <laughs> I do this for the clickers. Like they, they like to talk. They like to listen to my little food blogs, I feel like. So that's for them. It's also for me. I like to talk about myself, right? You know, I'm a little vain. Sorry about it. Not really. Um, but yeah, obviously, the rest of this is going to be news. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you, though. It, 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 I, we're talking about a lot of school. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. There's definitely some some shooter news coming up, but not yet. Um, but yeah, we can go ahead and get into it. Um, starting with the Associated Press. Los Angeles schools shut down as staff strike for better pay. Um, so this is the teacher strike that you may or may not have been hearing about that's been going on in L.A. I believe it started on Tuesday. Uh, it's been a three-day strike. Um, and, um, let's see, uh, cause it's, it is, it's labeled as a teacher strike, but, um, it's really about the service workers and the teachers are backing said service workers. Cause they clearly realize that like, look, like one, we're not getting paid enough. You know what I mean? Like we all deserve more pay, but you know, they're essentially all these service workers. So we're talking like custodians, we're talking lunch ladies, we're talking teacher's aides, we're talking um, sometimes like special needs students, teachers and stuff like that. I think sometimes they get bracketed into a different pay rate. But essentially, on average, it is said that they are making around $25,000. And that is an average. I've heard as low as $20,000. And I mean, we're essentially talking that there's some people who are literally like running on like $16 an hour type of wages. And that's insane. These are these are people who are living in and when this it always surprises me because I don't know, I, I'm, I'm a Midwesterner, so I don't sometimes get the scale, but they they are in the one of the richest states in the world, um, in one of the richest countries in the world. And L.A. has all this money running around in it. But yet we have this school system that is just paying their people on like scraps. It is really insane. Um, I should have the name of the uh, superintendent. Let me see if I can find it. Um, which I got to say, I'm not a fan of this guy. Alberto M. 
Carvalho, um, who is the superintendent. Now, he's saying that, hey, look, I'm willing to negotiate with these guys. We have a rate. We want to give these guys, like, I think, like, a 23% raise. Um, they're essentially going to get a couple dollars over, you know, a span of, uh, I think, a few years. Um, but essentially, that's not enough. I mean, these people have not gotten a wage increase, like, like I think they were supposed to renegotiate their contract around 2020, but obviously then the pandemic hit. They're like, no, we can't. So it was kind of frozen. They had to be labeled as essential workers, do all of these kind of shit, do all of these, like literally you're handling children. That's something I feel like is, it's so crazy. And sometimes people will mention it's like, well, you know, how come these athletes make millions of dollars, but there's literally like people who are um, taking care of our children, sculpting our youth and they're getting paid fucking scraps. And that's an age-old thing that hasn't changed. Um, but sadly, this feels like a situation where, like, the administration here, in terms of, like, the school, like, they have the means to pay more. Um, I was listening to, what was it, Chapo Trap House, and they had a episode where they literally interviewed and talked to um, a couple of uh, teachers who were, you know, involving themselves in the strike, and why they were so supportive of it. And they, they were getting into some of the details where it's like, look, they have been hoarding money. They have over $5 billion with a B stored up for a rainy day. Typically, they usually have like around, I think, like a million or something like that. Like there's a much lower need, but they've hoarded all this money. And where is it going? It's going nowhere. It's just sitting for like, well, like I said, a rainy day at best. Where is this money going to go? Right. And essentially this Carvalho guy is like, oh no, I'm trying to work with these guys. I'm trying to give these guys what they want, what they need, like, but they're being unreasonable. And it's like, no, dude, you're barely showing up to these meetings. You're lowballing these people who need the money. Like, don't get me wrong. I live on a very meager pay. Like, so the idea of making that kind of money is like, oh, okay, yeah, but you have to, I, I know my situation. I'm a single man. Like, I'm all right. Like, I can live on pretty much scraps. But when you have a family, when you're trying to raise, like, a family, it's it's you and, you know, a, your partner. Like, not to mention some kids. You cannot make this work. It, it Like, it's not feasible, especially in a, in a place like L.A., where the price of living is so high. Um... So it's insane that you're really going to have this conversation like they're being unreasonable. Also, I think it's it's really rough because of how this is kind of unfolded. Obviously, you know, the parents, the students, they're the ones who are taking the brunt of it too, having like three days off, obviously from a kid's perspective, like, yeah, cool, no school. But like from the parents' perspective, that's daycare. That's time. Like, we have work. Like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean there's no school? How, like, not to mention, too, something that I kind of, it didn't dawn on me growing up and then, like, looking back at it now, I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, having the means of, like, having food at lunch, like, sometimes that's the only good meal that some students get. You know what I mean? And that's sometimes something that's really not looked at. And now the schools in terms, like, have been open, but, um, oh, I can read a little bit here from the article during the strike about 150 of the districts more than a thousand schools remain open with adult supervision but no instruction to give students somewhere to go 
dozens of libraries and parks, plus some grab-and-go spots for students to get lunches. Also, plan to be open to kids to lessen the strain on parents now scrambling to find care. Um, also, I did want to mention, if I can find it, yeah, okay, cool, um, that um, the SEIU, which is um, the... Uh, service Employees Internal Union, International Union, sorry. Um, they are demanding a 30% pay bump and a $2 pay hour equity wage adjustment, which to me is not unreasonable. Um, whereas um, the superintendent side has offered, I believe, like a 23%. And um, I think they offered like some kind of bonus to like teachers who or staff that was there for, like, over a year, something like that. Um, so, yeah, I, to me, this is it's so simple. I'm sorry. It's just so simple. Pay the teachers what they're owed. Like, this, what they're asking isn't even enough, in my opinion. Like, this, it's, it's a crazy thought. Like, if you think an, an architect makes should make a lot of money, why shouldn't a teacher? Like, I, I'll never understand that throughout all my life. Like, you know what I mean? Because I've been a student. I know I was a, a little... A little hellball some days you know what i mean like i get how hard that strain can be and the idea that they do it for so little and not to mention that they have to put up and i know i'm just thinking from like a teacher's perspective but i should also be thinking from a cafeteria um person's perspective i should also be thinking from a custodian's perspective because these are all people who are working and putting their their time and effort into these kids these bus drivers like they should be they should be a they should get a living fucking wage, you know? Like, it, 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 it's simple to me. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Um, obviously, sorry for the rain. It's hitting the tin roof. Rest. Anyway, uh, from ABC News, uh, Denver school shooting suspect brought weapon to previous school, sources say. Uh, so this is a school shooting that took place this week. Um, a student who was required to be patted down at the start of each school day allegedly shot and wounded two school administrators at East High School in Denver, authorities said. Um, Austin Lyle, who's 17 years old, um, he fled on a Wednesday morning after the shooting. Um, so they were going to pat him down. Also, I believe that apparently there was like a set routine, but it was like a different to administrators who were like patting him down um it's also not said i think he had had a violent interaction or something that is kind of labeled as from a previous school that he was at and that is why they were like taking it seriously but um essentially he did have a weapon this time and um he wound up pulling out and shooting the two administrators um fortunately they are okay um like they were wounded um, let's see, Lyle allegedly shot the school administrators as they patted him down in the school office area, which officials said is away from other students and staff. Um, the injured faculty members were both hospitalized. Eric Sinclair remains in serious condition, and Gerald Mason has since been released from the hospital, according to the hospital and school district. Um, so glad they're okay. But sadly, uh, Lyle, he ran after that. He ran into the woods and um, he took his own life um, and they found his body later on. Um, obviously, this whole situation is really sad. 
uh, devastating situation for obviously everyone involved, the whole school. Uh, I believe they're taking the rest of the week off, like you know, mental health kind of you know pause, recover. Uh, also, the um, school has reinstated like armed guard, like armed police on on the school property premises, whatever. Um, I, you know, I, I get it. That's kind of like a knee jerk reaction to the situation. But um, it's understandable, especially if it does anything to alleviate, you know, people's fears and stuff. Um, I don't know. Obviously, this is really sad. This is not new. It's not new to the school even. Um, but the school obviously got, has, has had a lot going on, too. Um, but um, it's rough. It's, it's hard. Um, I do believe I've talked about this shit on bef- you know, before. I don't want to, like, you know, beat a, beat a dead horse here or anything like that. But, like... I do think there are means to to help fix these things, but they're just strides that, like, us as a country are never going to want to work towards or walk to, really. Like, I think there's going to be a faction of people, uh, people who have lived through this shit, endured it, people who think about it and and look at it and say, hey, maybe I don't need a fucking gun or whatever. But, like, there are some people who say no. Like, this is something that's embedded into us as Americans, our lifestyle, and we should be allowed to have access to them no matter what. Uh, so yeah, you know, it is what it is sometimes. Uh, we're staying in school and we're talking about shootings at the schools. Bang, bang. Um, yeah, there's more. Sorry. That was a terrible little song I did. Um, from ABC News, parents of Michigan high school shooter Ethan Crumley will go to trial. Judges rule. Um, so this is a bit of an offshoot of an update, I guess. But uh, we did cover uh, another shooting that took place um, last year, November. Uh, it was a mass shooting at Oxford High. Um, four people were killed. Um, but um, Ethan's parents, Jennifer and James, have now been, um, you know, put on trial. They've pleaded not guilty to four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Um, the connection to the event. Now, um, they've been implicated in this because of a situation where it was their firearm that was used. Um, it was a semi-automatic. It was James, to be exact. Um, his semi-automatic handgun that was used to kill four students and injure several others. Um... And they're accused of making the gun accessible and failing to recognize warning signs. Um, and I'd even go as far as to say that um, I don't want to say they encouraged it, but it was almost like their way of like trying to talk him down was to like massage the behavior. Um, these are my words on that. But they like there was a situation where he was literally caught with I believe like ammunition, and after this all you know takes place essentially the mom's like lol you can't get caught with this kind of stuff son um hold on let me let me read it uh days before the shooting a teacher allegedly saw ethan crumbly researching ammunition in class and the school contacted his parents but they didn't respond according to prosecutors but jennifer crumbly did text her son writing lol i'm not mad at you you have to learn not to get caught according to prosecutors that that kind of behavior just isn't acceptable. Like, I understand you're dealing with a quote-unquote handful. Like, 
your son is clearly doing a lot. He's acting out or whatever you want to call it. Um, and you're trying to curb this behavior however you can. And you're trying to play a little bit of good cop, whatever. Look, I've watched Law and Order. I understand maybe you're trying to do this tactic. But that's not the move. It's just not the move. Like, also, I think there's a situation, too, where I think they, they wanted him them to take him home. And they did it, which I think wound up, like, escalating the situation. Um, so... I do think there is some onus on the parents here, but, um, I don't know. Um, sorry for if you heard me peeling off a lighter wrapper, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to cover more of the trial. Uh, they do kind of go through a little bit more of the play by play. I won't belabor that, um, for you guys, but, um, we can move along. We've, we've made it out of school. Actually on that, I'm going to take a little bit of a pre-break. Um, before the main break. <laughs> All right, we're back. Ooh. All right, from Al Jazeera. Uganda's new anti-homosexuality law bans identification as LGBTQ. A law could be the first to criminalize identifying as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. Um, Rights Watch. Um, This is a story that honestly turns my fucking stomach, y'all. I gotta tell you, like, I was initially slating to cover it, like, last week. And, um, I just, I just didn't. Like, I literally was like, there's other things I can cover. This shit fucking sucks. And I just didn't. Um, but I heard more about it. And, um, I heard Parliament actually passed it, which I sadly wasn't surprised. Um, just because I've been learning that, um, Uganda is not, uh, alone in this in Africa. Um, more than 30 African countries, including Uganda, have already banned same-sex relationships. Now, this law is definitely, you know, showing that they they take it there um, in some situations leading up to, like, the penalty of death. Um, There's, like, simulations where it's, like, if you spread HIV or there's, like, a potential intent to spread, then, like, that is, like, a a punishable by by death, potentially. If you, if if you're, like, if it's a minor, but like you're under the age of 18, any kind of like homosexuality or anything like that, you potentially could be killed. Um, any kind of like expressing of homosexual activities or intent, like you can literally get jammed up by the law. Um, to me, it's disgusting. It's, it's, it makes me so upset. Um, let's see, let's keep scrolling here. Um, the eyes have it. Parliamentary Speaker Anita Annette among said the final vote, adding that the bill will be passed in record time. Like, they were so happy about it. Like, there's a lot of this Christian veneer that they have about this whole situation where they feel like, and and, and it's not new. Um, this is, this is why I tell people, like, you have to understand that there's so many chunks of the world that you have to start looking at, like, this is a socially conservative world that we live in. Like, that's a society to me. Like, we like to, like, really feel like we're, like, 
kind of making great strides or whatever, but we get so bogged down in this quote unquote, usually what I would call tradition, but really it's like this Christianity kind of idea that like, as long as we stick to whatever the good book says, we're doing good and we're, we're great people. And like capitalism is great. Like all, all these things winds up playing out. And um, it's very frustrating to see that you have these pockets of places that get so wrapped up in these kind of topics and culture wars that they say, oh, we need to ban this way of life. You just can't be this way. If you are this way, we're going to punish you for it. Like, they, it, it leads to the craziest situations. I've heard stories of people, like, being lured out to places and, like, you think you're going on a date with someone. You think you're going to have a good time or whatever. But then you wind up getting jumped, beaten, shook down for your money, and blackmailed for being who you are. And they'll say, we'll, we'll turn you in for this. We'll turn you in for sexual homosexual activity. Because obviously I'm not gay. I just wanted to, to catch you. And it's looked at as like you're doing a favor to, to this administration. And... Um, uh, let's see. Uh, the legislation will now be sent to President Yarui Musivini uh, to be signed into law. Um, now he hasn't commentated or commented. Sorry, commentated. He hasn't commented on the current legislation, but he has been very anti-LGBTQ rights. Um, he signed laws in like 2013 um, that were already like you know against LGBTQ people. Um, he's been condemned by, um, let's see, he's been condemned before a domestic court struck it down on procedural grounds. Um, nevertheless, the 78-year-old leader has consistently signaled he does not view the issue as a priority and would prefer to maintain good relations with Western donors and investors. So, AKA, this is perfect, right? Because this literally plays with, look, this is what my parliament wants. This is what my government wants. All I'm doing is signing it into action. So, thumbs up. Like, and obviously, you know, from the title or whatever, um, Human Rights Watch has been like, no, we. this is very bad. This is not okay. Um, like, if it is consensual same-sex activity, between adults, this should be totally fine. Um, but once again, I mean, they're talking like, yeah, we're saving the children. We're doing what's right by God. And and at least in terms of like the Christian thing, because of my own personal background, like I get how some people can buy it. Because like when you look back at the Old Testament, it, it, it has this like draconian ass fucking aspect to it where it's like, Oh my God, we're, we lived in Sodom and Gomorrah. This is a place where like all this stuff happened. And like, it's these types of people that ruined our whole, our whole city and, and, and God had to strike it down. And like, if we allow these people to live in our city and do these things, then we're just as bad. We're enabling the sin. And it's like, this narrative just is so fire catching to people. I hate it. It makes me so upset. Um... Because it's one of those things where when I grew up learning it, I always then said, okay, but let's go to the New Testament, right? Where we talk about all the nice things that Jesus did and and through him, like, all this is new and clean and blah, 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 blah. So, like, all right, we meet in the middle here and say, yeah, we don't agree with this, but inevitably 
it's all right. People are people. We're going to get through and let's try to make fish be fishers of men. That's what we're going to do. We're going to live by action, be good people, and, and people will change, and, and then it'll be all great. We'll all go to heaven. That, that's how I viewed it. And, uh, I mean, hey, I'm an excommuno, excommunicado kind of guy, so whatever. But um, <laughs> I, I think this shit is so out of fucking pocket. Um, it, it, it's a shame to me that these, that, you know, in Uganda, like, they're trying to be like a flagship about it almost, it feels like. Like, they're trying to, like, set a standard here. And it's like, no, like, this isn't okay. This is not, this is not the kind of headlines you want to make, Chief. I don't know. Um, all right, we got one more thing, and yes, I am gonna double tap my break. I'm being, I'm being so lazy. I'm, I'm the worst newsy. Honestly, as much as I want to be, I know I'd be a terrible town crier. But it would be a vibe. I've been thinking about medieval shit lately. Listening to some um, history of um, what is it? Uh, Britain. Yeah, yeah. The old, the old governor, the old lords and lasses. I don't, I don't know. My accents are terrible. I know. I'm sorry. All right, all right, Rune macaroons. We got one more to go, and I am um, I'm keeping it local. We're talking about some Ohio news uh, from NBC. Ohio man nearly loses an arm in zebra attack at farm. Officials in initially thought the zebra tore the 72-year-old victim's arm off, but doctors were able to save it. He's in the hospital and has undergone surgery. Now, I gotta say, right off the bat, um, real ones know that I farmed this story off of last podcast on the left, um, their side stories. Uh... But I got to say, they farmed Ohio. They've been farming Ohio a little bit. So it's only right that a local Ohio podcaster farms them. I feel like that's fair and that's right. I'm a fan anyway, so it's all good. Um, that being said, this story is crazy to me. Like, yet again, I am bringing you another story of another animal in Ohio just being crazy. Now, granted, I got to say, there's some details here. Also, this wasn't illegal, by the way. The, the, the cocaine cat, the, the serval. That was technically illegal. We're like, okay, it's all right. We're just going to adopt him and put him in the zoo. Oh, so cute. So cute. Cocaine-free now. Um, this was um, a Ohio farm owner, and um, they owned a group of zebras. Uh, I think it's like about six or some, something like that. Oh, gosh, that's a burp. I'm sorry. I normally get to turn away there, but it just came out of me. Um, whew, sorry. <laughs> Deputies with the... Pickaway County Sheriff's Office found a 72-year-old man on the ground when they responded to a call about an animal bite around 5.30 p.m. Sunday in Circleville, about 30 miles away, or about 30 miles south of Columbus. The owner had been burning brush when he turned his back and a zebra attacked him. Uh, he said there were six to seven zebras in a fenced-in area on the property. Now, um, I'll just keep reading. I, it's just better if the, the article tells it, I think. An officer positioned a cruiser in an attempt to block the zebras uh, from the victim, but a very hostile, large male zebra charged the driver's side door of the vehicle, according to the incident report. 
The officer scared away the zebras uh, using the car horn, the car's horn and sirens. The victim was found with a hemorrhage to his right arm below the elbow and was taken away by ambulance. Um, now, you know, yada, yada, yada here a little bit. The um, deputies were tending to the victim, but um, the zebra, the male one, kept trying to approach the uh, EMS and the victim. And he was still like in this hostile state. Um, they say in the article that he was, quote-unquote, protective of the females. But um, I think the boys from the last pod said it best. Like, I think he was just like, he might have been a little in heat. He might have been a little rowdy. Y- you're fucking with his pack. Like, nah. Like, mm-mm, I'm going to bite again. I'm going to bite again. Now, typically, though, once again, I have to state, zebras are not illegal here in the situation one because ohio we do they do kind of like their exotic animals let's just be real here we do like our we have some corn we have some animals <laughs> you've been to a reptile a little convention you'll see it you'll know <laughs> but um that being said um they did wind up having to put down the zebra um they did get permission from the family to do so um, that was actually, like, explicitly said. I think, like, the old man was like, shoot him! <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously it's really sad. We hate to hear that. Uh, but, um, yeah, it looks like they were able to, like I said, save the, uh, 72-year-old man's arm. So that's good. Uh, granted, I'm not looking up pictures for that shit. I don't know if they're out there. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, Godspeed to him um hopefully that doesn't happen again because that would be fucking terrible um but yeah that's all we got um i'll keep you a little bit longer but shout out for sticking around for this long you're awesome i love you you're great uh but you know i gotta shill now patreon.com plus isaiah news if you would like to become a newsie uh you get bonus content i do an extra episode every week also um, you get a hot link to the Discord where I post some of my food stuff, do a little bit of chatter, banter. It's a nice little community thing I'm trying to work on. It's also free. Gotta say that for the Discord, though. But that's a little quick hot link. Um, but also, for the free way to hit me up... Um, oh, yeah. Also, you get a shout-out. You can, you know, being a newsie, once a month, I do a little newsie roll call, and you can plug some stuff. So that's another thing. Sorry. Gotta give you the full spread there. Whole pamphlet. Um, but free way to hit me up, isaiahnews1 at gmail.com, and I'm also on Facebook, I'm also on Twitter, so yeah, um, hopefully I don't get banned. (laughs) I don't know, I post a lot of memes, sorry, not sorry, Mark. (laughs) All right, that's all I got. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love ya, Bye bye Mwah.